yeah, no, 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 <laughs> nowhere ever did I think that they would want to listen to it. <laughs> I was like, I got a song for you guys to listen to. I can't believe you actually said that to them. Yeah, his mom's like, are you being facetious? I was like, yeah. <laughs> did you go, what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> no, I kind of know what that means. <laughs> oh, I can't believe you actually asked your parents if they wanted to listen to this one. Oh, of course. Why? And I told them the first line of it. I was like, yeah, it's a song about adultery. <laughs> yeah. Why? <laughs> why would. Uh, yeah. No, duh, your parents would not. <laughs> yeah, I said it would. <laughs> I can't believe you actually did that. <laughs> I can't believe you've done this. <sighs> I should slap you. No. No, 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 no. Why not? I don't know. <laughs> I, it's a catchy tune. Nothing about it is catchy. Yeah, huh? The song, the music is catchy. And the the melody. <laughs> I will it's so easily like so easy to sing along to. And it's just like a fun, you know, sixteenth note rhythm, you know. All right. Let's talk about that in a little bit here. This is recorded on 2-26-2023. Josh had a rant saved up, so I want to hear this rant. Oh. So, so let's, 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 um, and that, and that aspect is, Come on. I, he, you. Go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, what was it? Uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? I'm going to be so sad when the audio only is gone because that one goes to the graveyard. No. We lose it. That's all right. I do like that one. <laughs> so. So. As you heard from that. Aaron offered to let his parents hear a song. What? Yeah. I still can't believe you did that. <laughs> so what are we doing today? We are going to not listen to a song because oh. copyright and, yeah. and that, that, that gets to be very dicey. If this was a YouTube only thing, we might be able to swing it that way. But alas, it isn't. So we are not. Listen to it on your own if you want to. Right. If, if you, you want, want to. to. <laughs> <laughs> We've known each other way yeah. too long, sir. How many times have we this is true. done the same thing? Yeah, okay. <laughs> so this isn't like a weird thing that has yeah. never happened before. <laughs> it has happened. So this is a brand new, I guess you could call it segment. Oh, um, this is a new thing that we're going to be doing. We're going to be trying. Aaron proposed the idea of this, yes. how to do this episode. And I said, sure, why not? Let's do it. Okay, we'll cool. Let's try it. And I, re- if I remember right, this was originally in a reaction to a song from Lizzo, which we aren't doing this week. What no. song by Lizzo was it? Do you remember? I think it's just, I think it's literally called good as hell. Okay. that rings a bell when we were talking about it. Mm-hmm. Why does Lizzo keep coming up by the way? Why did, why does she keep coming up from you? Mr. Johnson? Because of the radio at work. Oh, and okay. then it's like, whenever I hear her songs, I'm like, Oh, gotcha. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, I said, you know what? Sure. This sounds like fun. 
After, the, after <laughs> well, this first song, I may regret saying that, but hey, uh, we're going to give it a try here and we will see how it goes and how it works out and how it may change and evolve in the future. Right. I'll just say we could do songs that are ones that we actually enjoy and want to listen to. And I guess I would say, who knows? I mean, maybe we'll find out we end up enjoying some of the songs that we never thought we normally would enjoy. Yeah, like this song, <laughs> yeah. Mr. Johnson. <laughs> to a degree, okay? Leave okay. Me alone. <laughs> so here are the rules for this lovely little whenever we do a music thing. And I don't know if this is going to be a monthly and every other month. I, we haven't talked about that. We'll, we'll figure that out, okay? First off, this isn't Aaron's Music Showdown. This isn't Aaron's Music List for everyone to listen to. That oh, no. Okay, Aaron isn't the only one. Picking the songs, unlike thankfully, unlike the book thing, unlike unlike Aaron's book club. I'll pick the book, but I'm open to suggestions. Right, but unlike Aaron's book club, Aaron won't be the only one selecting songs. Correct. I envision this being a back and forth. In other words, oh heck yeah! Like I'll pick one month, you pick the next month. Blah blah blah. Unless, and here's where I say the unless. Unless there's some song that really comes into the forefront of the news and culture, like today's song, yeah, then that song may supplant one of the, our selections for that next time. Uh huh. You know, but we'll just we'll talk about. It. We'll decide. Okay. Yeah. This next thing, at least for me, my song selections, the ones that I'm going to propose and pick, and mm-hmm. we haven't talked about how to bring up song selections yet. Uh, for this one, obviously, we're doing this this particular song. We'll get to the song title in a minute here. But I, I can't say that this is how Aaron will propose his songs here. Right. But for my songs, more than likely, they will come from the non-Christian realm. From <gasps> me. Okay. My goodness. You listen to other music other than Christian music? Oh, yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm not looking for music that is blatantly sinful, full of sin, evil. Uh, of course, this week may be an exception to that. This is your choice. Yeah, these are your things. You know, the, well, I'm saying what the songs yeah. that I'm picking, right? Yep. They will be more than likely from the non-Christian realm, but there may be some things that kind of fall into bait, maybe because of some of the topics they cover, things that we can agree on as Christians in that, okay? Uh-huh. The reason I say my selections will more than likely not come from that non-Christian realm. Um, and don't get me wrong. I got some songs that I have in my short list from the Christian realm to pick at some point in the future, but not for this immediate next one. Mm-hmm. These songs, the reason I do it tend to be more mainstream tend to be more in people's minds on things. Um, pe- the people probably often know these more uh, in general public. And oftentimes people don't think about the words or images they consume. They just like to listen to the song. Uh-huh. They just like the beat. They just like the rhythm. Yeah. They just like whatever. Uh-huh. They like the hook of the song. Yeah. They get a dopamine hit off yeah. the hook. Mm. And I would like to think of that as Christians, we do look at what is going on in the world at large mm-hmm. with wisdom and discernment, including the music we listen to. And we listen to it for more than just the beat and more than just the hook. That we actually analyze what is proclaiming and what is on is being discussed in the song. I remember back in college, one thing that we were taught was to try and look at things from a Christian worldview all the time Mm -hmm. and how we could redeem something. That is, how could we redeem music, culture, art, our jobs? 
obviously there's some stuff that is unredeemable. <laughs> For example, there's no way you can redeem pornography. You can't make Christian porn. No. <laughs> okay. But at the same time, we're always interacting with culture. Mm-hmm. And the music that people that you work with listen to, these are things that's going to be known to them. This is things how they're going to relate to the world, especially if they're big into music and that. Mm-hmm. And they may or may not understand the message that they are listening to on a daily basis. And if I'm being honest, the songs on my list that I pick, <laughs> I won't be picking anything that I don't like. No, words, you're not going to hear anything from Nickelback on here. Oh, Okay. Now, when I'm when I'm uh, proposing my songs, some selections will be direct. In other words, I'll say the next time we do this, it's going to be song X. Mm-hmm. You know, that will be how it be. Sometimes, like <laughs> like this month, and we'll get to my song list at the end here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to present a list of potential songs to you, Aaron. Oh, and you pick one of them. I, what? What? So there are lists that I I say these are the ones I'd like to do. Aaron, which one should we? Which one are we going over? Exactly. Huh. Okay. Now, yeah. spoiler alert, all the songs have a similar theme. I think you'll figure it out pretty quickly by the time you're like into song three on my list. Okay. I have. okay. All right. Just just letting you know, there's, similar, there's something similar that connects all of them. Great. Okay. It's not that difficult. Trust me. Mm-hmm. It is really simple. Mm-hmm. Third thing is here, we will not be playing the song just due to copyright issues. Oh, yeah. We may read some of the lyrics where necessary, but I'm not going to go down and do the fair use defense road here. There's just too many forms to fill out, and I don't mm. have time to fill out all those forms and continuously respond to copyright holders on things. If this was a YouTube-only segment, we'd be able to do that. It'd be easier, yeah. but podcast hosts are a lot more strict. On what they allow on their things, and that's fine. I get it. So the songs themselves will be analyzed in a few ways. Some of these things, well, actually, no. Most of these things are probably going to be pretty subjective from either side. Music and art is like that. Okay. Now that being said, we can agree on certain things, like, hey, are they a good singer or not? Yeah, you could objectively you could say yes, they're a good singer or not. Mm-hmm. But subjectively, like, hey, do I like the topics covering the lyrics? No, I don't like. No, so I said the word like in there. <laughs> so here's the things that at least here's what I'm think I'm I'm going at this for and how the songs will be analyzed. Okay. First off, they're gonna be analyzed on their sound. How is the song composed? How is the instrumentation? Does it bring you into the song? Um how, the style of music, does it help convey the message that the words are are, are trying to get across? Mm-hmm. You know, that sort of thing. Do the lyrics and sound match? For example, one of the happiest, saddest songs I know, hmm. uh, I, and I know I've played this song for you, is Defining Me by Motherfolk. Oh, geez. There was hope the first time I listened to the song uh, that this is one of those songs where it maybe like started describing a person's journey and how they felt to real and then how they realized things. But I was very wrong <laughs> about that song, just to be frank. Um, so, during the chorus, it's very upbeat. It's happy. It has like all this happy little dingy percussion and mm-hmm. all this. Sounds great. And then hear the lyrics to this very happy with a banjo and everything. Yeah. I'm not sanctified and I'm not free. There's not love that's come to rescue me. Bend my heart and even break my knees, but it's these chains that are defining me. Okay. And then it gets even happier sounding. More banjo, more percussion, happy dingy percussion. It goes, 
I met Jesus. He came to me and he said, son, do you want to believe? I cried, oh, help me from the grave I'm in and, and teach. Uh, I'm in and uh, give me life and who I really am. But it goes back to that chorus. I'm not sanctified and I'm mm. not free. Even with all that happiness playing all these depressing songs. I love the depressing lyrics. I mean, heck yeah. Okay. So that, that, that'll be part of it. Okay. At least, mm-hmm. at least from what I, how I analyze as well. Now I do, I will have to say, I do have a leg up on this from Aaron's in, in some respect. And that in one of my classes in college, oh. we actually did this for the class where we analyzed songs. Uh, we went out and we looked at interviews that the artists maybe gave on the song. We had to interpret them through a Christian worldview. We had to talk about them and what the lyrics were talking about and compare and contrast the sound with the lyrics and everything. So this isn't my first rodeo with this. So unlike Aaron, I do have a little bit of a leg up. So sorry, Aaron, in advance. That's why my analysis for this song is so long. Jeez. It's it's two and a half to three pages. The analysis. Goodness. Okay. Now the next thing, (laughs) next thing we'll be looking at is the lyrics. So, and at least from my perspective, looking at the lyrics and, um, I'm going to be honest in front here, at least from my perspective going, I'm going to be looking at this through a Christian worldview, Christian lens, the lyrics, that is. Now, this does not automatically make a non-Christian song evil, obviously, because I, I'm I'm nominating non-Christian songs. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of things out there that carry a great message. For example, What I've Done by Linkin Park. Well, this isn't a Christian song in the least, or not even a Christian artist or group. These lyrics have some great truth to them, even if they are said in a different way than what a Christian how a Christian would address them. Mm-hmm. You know, so there are some things that we could find on common ground there between them, even if this is a quote unquote secular band. Okay. Now I'll admit some songs are just fun. Okay. Yeah. Oh, right. And, and in those fun songs, trying to convey a serious message is not even a part of it. So you have to realize between the two, is this just a fun song or is this a song trying to convey a message? Okay. And some songs are serious. They try to convey a message. So, We'll look at that and compare and contrast stuff right here. Uh, does the song tell a story? It doesn't have to be a complex story, but does it tell a story? I like, by the way, I'd like songs that tell a story at some point. Um, this one does have a story with it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the another thing that I added on my criteria are the lyrics catchy. You find yourself singing along with a song in the lyrics. Um, <laughs> this could be independent, whether I like the lyrics or not. You know, the lyrics could be horrible. I may hate them, but they may be catchy. Mm-hmm. Okay. The next thing I'm going to do, and you, you know, oh, of course you would do it this way. How well does this song lyrically align to the Bible? Mm-hmm. Uh, this can get interesting because some things, sometimes artists speak of things. And while they may not come oh, a Christian oh, worldview, uh-huh. unbeknownst to them and maybe them not even trying, they may align with the Bible. Right. Okay. Now, I added this after I last talked to you. If there is an official music video for the song, not just a lyric video, not just a lyric video, but like an official music video, right? Does it add to or enhance the song in any way? Or was the video done just for fun? You know, because some videos, they'll do just for fun. Some, they'll... I'm trying to think of one. I think it's by Red. I forget the song name. But they have like the short music video, which is just the song. 
Then they have the long music video, which is like nine minutes long. And it tells like this whole other story in addition to the song. And they make it all dramatized and everything. It's it's very interesting. Oh. So yeah, they have a short version and a long version. Interesting. Okay. I haven't I haven't seen that. Yep. Uh the last thing is, would this make it on to my or in this case Aaron's? You know, Aaron would have to answer this for himself. In this case, uh, would it make it into his personal playlist of music? Mm. The first four things, you know, the lyrics, music, blah, blah, blah. Grading scale one to five. The last thing, it's a simple yes, no. You can't be like, would it make it on my playlist? I'll give that a three. (laughs) (laughs) That's a yes, no. Gotcha. To keep things as fair as possible, and we didn't talk about it for this one uh, necessarily because this one kind of was like yeah this one's kind of at the top of social mind right now uh, the person who nominated slash selected the song so in this case i'm nominating for the next time right yeah uh will be the second person to go on the analysis in other words i'm not trying to uh, influence <laughs> yeah okay so with all that being said let's talk about this week's song this week's song originally came out last fall as a single to the album that to an album that just recently released. Mm-hmm. It broke into the news once again recently due to the Grammy performance. So if you figured out what song it is, congratulations. If you haven't been paying attention at all to the world, the news, whatever, the song is Unholy by Sam Smith and Kim Petras. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that that's the name of the song. Obviously, like if this was YouTube, we'd play like part of the song right here. Right, can't play do that. A snippet of it. Yeah. So, "Unholy" by Sam Smith. First yeah. off, Sam Smith, he is just a few years older than you, sir. Huh? He was born in May nineteenth, nineteen ninety two. No way! What the heck? I didn't know he was that young. Yep. Holy crap, what am I doing with my life? I don't know. Not so the at, right things, at the obviously. age of 16, so in the year 2008, wow. Sam Smith released his first single. That stay with me? I didn't write the song. Um, oh. I, sorry. <laughs> sorry. It's fine. It's whatever. I'll look it up. <laughs> in 2012, so four years later, right? He was featured on, the artist's name is Disclosure. On their song Latch in 2012. Their first album was released in 2014. I mean, they're like 21, 22 when their first album was released. Mm-hmm. For that first album in 2015, they won four Grammys. Wow. Like Best New Artist, mm-hmm. New Album, blah, blah, blah. In 2016, they won a Golden Globe and an Academy Award for the song Writings on the Wall. Okay. Okay. All right. He also wrote one of the James Bond theme songs. I thought so. I'm trying to think of which one that was. I'd have to go look it up again, but yeah. Mm. Now, other things. Yep. And, and I'm going to read this paragraph directly from an article here. Oh, it's literally the writing is on the wall. Yeah. Okay. I'm That's gonna, a James Bond song. I'm going to I'm going to say read this paragraph directly from his article here. Now, this article does use the phrase they, because Sam oh, Smith came out and says, says yeah. they said they're non-binary, so they said they, them. So I'm just going to read directly from the article. In other words, I'm not endorsing they, them, but I'm just going to read. Okay. Since 
they stepped into the spotlight, Smith has been public about their sexuality. They admitted in an interview that they had always been gay and that they even came out when they were just blank years old. How many years old were they when they came out to their parents? When Smith came out to his parents? 12, 13. Go down. Seven. Go down. Four. That's the age. Wow. Since they were just four years old. Wow. The singer has never hidden their sexual orientation is still very confident in who they are. This is the other thing that made me laugh about this article. Yeah. This artist has also redefined soul music. Uh, okay. So if you have listened to Unholy at all, I don't know. I wouldn't say that. Okay. Maybe some of their earlier work that I am not familiar with because I'm not a, I will admit and say I am not a Sam Smith, a Sam Smith fan. Uh, Fanboy, or no, not at all. <laughs> not even a casual listener. Nope. So the other person that's singing in this song is Kim Petras. Mm-hmm. Tim, what? Kim. Yeah, I know. Um, Sorry. <laughs> at the time of their surgery, Kim Petras, and this was back in 2008, Kim Petras was the world's youngest transsexual. That's right. They had their surgery at the age of 16. Wow. They appeared on television shows and a documentary in a push to get permission to get early gender reassignment surgery. Hmm. In other words, where they lived, they technically weren't allowed to have that surgery until the age of 18, but they kept doing a social media pressure on television and documentaries to be like, no, 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 let me do this at 16. So they had the surgery back at 16 to transition from a male to female. During that time, they also began recording music as a teenager. And they were the first openly transgender artists to receive a Grammy Award for Best Pop Duo Group Performance for Unholy on February 5th, 2023. Hmm. Before going into analyzing the song, here's just some facts about the song Unholy. Okay. Within two days of release, the song reached number one on a range of worldwide chart platforms. In February 2023, Unholy won Grammy for Best Duo Group Pop Performance. It is Sam Smith's first Grammy nomination since 2015 and Kim Petra's first ever. Hmm. Unholy is the second single from Sam Smith's fourth studio album, Gloria, which was released on the 27th of January. Almost right February for whatever it is, 2023. (laughs) So it was released literally less than a month ago at the time of this recording. In other words, it was released, the album itself, just a few days before the Grammy Award happened. That being said, the single itself was released like back in November. Yeah, that was sometime earlier. Those are just some quick hit facts on the song. And now the song itself. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Johnson. Yeah. Take it away. Take it away. All right. Give me three easy words. I love it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I hope you're kidding with so much. It's fabulous. And that's exactly what he would say. <laughs> and if they you- would say. Question for you. Yes. Did you watch the official music video? Oh, I did. Okay. 
The reason I, I, I say that, and I would say, yes, he would say fabulous or whatever, is because watching through the music video, all the um, ensemble performers, let's say, are very androgynous. <laughs> it went right over your head, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. Guys dresses girls, girls dresses okay. guys. There, yes. There's no like, you, you saw just as, I can't believe, I can't believe these are words that are actually coming out of my mouth for yeah. this thing. I can't believe I actually watch this. Um, yeah. There's just as many guys in corsets and yes, feminine wear as there were women in men type clothing. And, right. and when he was, Sam Smith was singing on the stage and this just drove me was funny as all get out, by the way. <laughs> like there are people going, Oh, Sam Smith is singing on the stage and he's doing the Illuminati dance or symbol or whatever while he's like dancing oh. and like the two uh extras are like flat, like acting like a table moving back and forth with him. Oh. But no, they were both dressed exactly the same. Yes. One male, one female. One man, and yeah. I was like, oh, okay. As I say. Yeah. Sam Smith would go, oh, this is fabulous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, go on. Sorry. Yeah. And you know, that was one thing I was kind of surprised. I, I, I don't, I barely remember much from the music video. I watched it several times. Was I was surprised on how much they like are allowed to show as far as like for like the breasts and stuff like that of the women. Like all you needed was the piece of tape to cover the nipple. And that was about it. Was yeah. Like, and wow. you know, and I wrote in my thing, it like, if it hadn't been on like YouTube, if it had been like maybe a behind a paywall or whatever, you know it would have been Marked. no tape. Oh, 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 it would have been no tape. Oh, right, sure. Yeah, that music video was just even how it started. What the guy getting out of the car? So the and, guy, yeah. So the guy, the husband, is getting out of the yes. car and like you know getting his wife, whatever. <laughs> but as he's doing this, and I knew what they were doing. Essentially, what it was doing is it was. Like he's getting his wife sent off to whatever this is event it is, and you see like the little flashes, and it's like, oh, this is what he's thinking of. Like he's getting ready to go to, like you know, his own flashes mm-hmm. uh, in his own brain of essentially the scene, the party area, right? But what I found, I don't know if you caught this or not. Probably not. Near the end of the scene with the wife, after she's like walking in the building, she's like looking at something in her hand, and then. It, it has the body, the body shop. shop, but did you there? see what else was on there? Not off the top. It was a condom because it, oh! it said GRX. Yeah. I thought it looked, I was like, that definitely looks like a condom package. Yep. Okay. And then when you get to the rest of the music video, when it's the rest of the performers in the cast, yeah. they're holding up little red packets that say Durex on them. Oh, okay. I didn't see that. Um, and then when the guy walks into the body shop, to pay his cover fee and give his ticket so he can be admitted in. There's a bunch of those Durex packages right there, right there on the counter as well. Uh, promoting safe uh, sexual behavior. Yeah, because you never saw one use in the entire video. <laughs> right. So, um, yeah. So, right from the get-go, yeah. you, you, like, within the first few seconds, you have the guy. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I can't come with you, honey. And he's British. <laughs> well, yeah, same as so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then it like he's saying this, and then just flashes to like an, like if I was being pessimistic, it would look like an orgy scene, and then back to him going, "Oh, and have a good time," and then boom, flash again, and then content wise, like what the song is about is obviously not good. All right, what is it about, sir? Uh, adultery, pretty much. Yep. Yeah. 
You could, uh, I, mean, I, I wrote in my notes, you could rename the song Infidelity and be the same thing. Yeah, yes. <laughs> well, so I guess that's, I don't know. I, I was just reading a, uh, one article kind of describing the song and talking about the lyrics and supposedly dissecting it. And it's by, I I can't, Aural Crave. A U R A L C R A V E. Okay, that's probably oral, 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 or like oral. Uh, you know, because no, it could be oral because oral. Uh, like your crave, like that 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 describes like your hearing. Mm. But anyways, go on. Yeah, uh, and there's well, yeah, and obviously, so right for the this article it says "Unholy" is a song about an adulterous relationship. Yeah, yeah, the video uh, makes that quite clear. Yeah, very clear. Actually. I mean, even obviously the lyrics as well. Just starting off right away with "Mommy doesn't don't know, Daddy's getting hot at the body shop, doing something unholy." Okay, so that's a great, uh, great introduction right there. So, and I know when I talked to you a couple days ago, and I mentioned body shop, you're like, "What?" Yeah. What's, I'd- what's- What's body shop? <laughs> Did not know what body shop was. Obviously, I knew it wasn't. It was something not good because he's doing something unholy there. But when you were talking to me about it, body shop was being basically described it as a brothel kind of thing. Yes, in a sense where you're somewhere where you can go off and uh, be sexually pleasured. Right. So the body shop it was a the first nude strip club. Yes, on the Sunset Strip in L.A. Uh, how? And I pulled this directly from their website, okay? Mm-hmm. The, this is how they describe themselves. A part of the L.A. scene for men and women since the 1960s. The Body Shop was the first all-nude strip club on the Sunset Strip, featured in rock and rap music videos and frequented by celebrities and music stars. <laughs> the Body <laughs> Shop offers first-class entertainment and excitement. The Body Shop did start on the premise of a car body repair shop, hence the name Body Shop. Um, and it is featured in the music video. Mm-hmm. So that that when they say whatever in the Body Shop, that's what they mean. And they mm-hmm. go, obviously the video, they make it a little more um, explicit to say the least. Yeah. Yeah. If If you didn't get what was happening... By the lyrics in the song, once you saw the video, you knew what was going on. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. This is very true. <laughs> so obviously, we know, like, the lyrical content of this song is, I mean, it's, yeah, it's gross. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Ver- so verse one, because we're talking about lyrical content right now, right? Yes. If I'm reading lyric verse one right, it seems to be from the point of a person that knows the husband. And is like making comments or condemning the husband. Is that how you're reading it as well? Because the reason I say is, like, it starts with a lucky, lucky girl. She got married to a boy like you. If it, if that was him who was doing the cheating, the 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 one, the, yes, the, the, yeah, he'd be like married to a guy like me. But he's no, he's saying like a boy like you. So in other words, it's saying like, hey, I see what you're doing, and I hear the whispering of what you're doing and going on, and everything. So is that how you read it too, or? Uh-huh. Okay. Um, gosh, I don't even know how I was thinking about that. Hmm. And he talks about, you know, the person who's talking about it, he's going, it's basically a common fact, common knowledge 
that's yeah. getting out there because it goes, I hear them whispering about the places that you've been and now you don't know how to keep your business clean. clean. Yeah. Well, yeah, I like the, the, the second, I guess, line in the verse that she'd kick you out if she ever, ever knew. Right. So that's, that's, that's why I said, it seems yeah. like it's, it's like a guy outside. It, it's like, um, I'm not saying you do this. Okay. So yeah. I'm just saying like, you, let's say you told me like, Hey, I'm cheating on my wife and having this affair and you're telling me all this information and this is, what and, and, and this is me, like me. me I'm saying, or I'm thinking like, yeah, you, you naughty, naughty boy. You, what okay. are you doing? You know, that's yes. how I'm reading it. All right. Then. Yeah. 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 We are on the same page as far as that goes. Anything else on course. on verse one? Oh, on verse. I mean, I mean, it's it. The song is very, I guess, yeah, pretty uh, straightforward. Now, nothing to really misunderstand here. Can I can I comment on one thing that I thought artistically, uh huh, music wise, not video wise, was yes. kind of interesting. Yeah, it was kind of good. And I was like, okay, I, I I'll give you points here. That opening chorus. Uh, that was sung by kind of like that choir. The choir and they they use a choir. Yes. Now, the reason I say that th- it's interesting, okay, you know, obviously they're saying unholy, you're doing something unholy, you're cheating on your wife, you're yes. having an affair. That is a direct religious symbolism callback to like holiness, unholy, good versus bad. Yeah. And right. they're having a choir, which you normally associate with a church with something holy, singing something about someone doing something unholy. That contradiction yeah, in terms. And that's why I was like, artistically, I get that. So he's saying, Are you saying that the church is like, no, I'm just saying it's artistically an right. interesting way of doing. It. I'm saying how you normally see choirs in a church singing about and, stuff and, being holy, right? And then instead, here they're talking about something unholy. unholy. Yes. That's why I said it artistically. I'm going to give him point for that. Yeah, but I, I see what they're doing there. They're they're doing a compare and contrast essentially. Because normally you have a choir singing about something good, something that okay. is holy, something that's rejoiceful, and here they're singing about something that is not that. But at the same time, in the song, the song is from the perspective of the man kind of condemning the cheating husband. Mm-hmm. So that's why I said, I was like, okay, it's that compare and contrast, that contradiction of images between the holy and the unholy. Normally you don't have the choir singing about something unholy. Because hmm. that starts right away, right, oh, right. at the That's start the of the song. very first part of the song is the uh, and, and then they choir keep, they bring that chorus back, especially in the video. They make it very apparent that it's a chorus singing the chorus, a choir singing the chorus, a choir yeah. singing the chorus, a chorus singing the chorus. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. So they they make it, they bring it back and forth, saying, "Hey, th- there's there's this choir again, bringing back that religious sim- uh, symbology for it, even though it's." There's nothing religious or holy about this song. Well, no, there's definitely nothing holy about it. Yeah, by any means. It's literally obviously the opposite because of the title of it. There's the whole chorus, which is basically yeah, the intro of the mommy don't know, daddy's getting hot at the body shop. Doing something unholy. Um, that's yeah, that's all the, the chorus is. I mean, there's more to it. I, I wrote this. I said. This oh, he's. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, he's. The whole thing, he sat back while she's dropping it, popping it, yeah. I wrote this. This is probably some of the worst and most heart-wrenching of the lyrics in the song. And this is why I wrote is yeah. that. Oh, he left his kids at home so he could get that. Oh, oh, and that was, yeah, that was, as far as, so, musically, that was the main thing I 
didn't like vocally for the vocal parts is that the how drastic they change the the O E O E O thingies. Yeah. I don't like how they did didn't, like I, I like out of I like You didn't like the O E O E O No. Well it's just, I would like it if they did it differently. Okay. Like they could have kept the ho e o e ohm part. It's just how the sound of the e going from the o and stuff is just very, very. Uh, oh goodness. Uh, what? Oh, I just had the word for it. Just like how drastic the differences in it and whatnot. It's very dramatic. Kind of change in there. Yeah. Um, see, it. Whereas I approach it like. That is beyond sad that he left his kids at home. Oh, no, so he yeah, could, lyrically. So he could go yes. and um, yes. there's no other way to put, com, have a commit an affair. His rocks off. Okay, <laughs> fine. You said it. Oh. <laughs> uh, at at a debauchery strip club place. Debauchery. Oh, that word is so much fun to say. Getting pleasured at this body shop thing. And then it goes in the second verse. Oh, in the second verse. Which is uh, lovely. Why is this so lovely? It's just gross. <laughs> um, it. So the second verse. Yes. It is, comes from the perspective of the mistress, the prostitute. The girl that. The girl. He, or girl person, whatever that the husband is cheating with. Gosh. And it's just, yeah, it's, it's disgusting. I don't know. I guess, do I just read the lyrics from this point? <laughs> I, so, so well, here's what I wrote. Yeah. Uh, basically, she's treating the guy like a sugar daddy and getting yeah. all of her designer toys. So mm-hmm. Fendi, I had to look that up. I didn't know what that was. Yeah. I didn't know what that, well. Yeah, I guess I was like, that's so close to Fender. I was like, are they doing something weird? No, <laughs> no. it's it's a luxury brand. It, yes. So I looked up some of their stuff. They have a windbreaker that goes for $23,000. A teddy bear that goes for $850. A sweater, just a, a standard sweater, 1.5K. Okay. Yeah, I looked up uh, Mew Mew. Oh, yeah. Uh, I saw there was some, like, I think that was, it was either Fendi or Mew Mew that. I had it, but it was like, they're like new balance shoes for like about a grand and they didn't look great. That was Fendi. That was Fendi too. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Mew Mew but is an Italian saw, fashion brand. Okay. I saw bags for that, like purses and stuff like yep. that. And those were stupid expensive. So yeah, it's just. Yeah. So outrageously priced. As the song yeah. says, Rihanna wore Mew Mew recently. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a Mew Mew. Mew Mew like Rihanna. Yep, mm. it was a crystal embellished, embellished Mew Mew halter top wow. and mini skirt for Mother's Day. Cute. Yeah. <laughs> but that that's what she's saying. She's like, give yeah. me that like Rihanna. Yeah. It's, it, it's going to be pricey. Right. Uh, obviously, there's other things in there. Uh, Prada. Yeah, uh, Prada. Balenciaga. Balenciaga. And um, we all remember all about that with Balenciaga a few months ago. The whole children. Yeah. So sexualizing stuff. Yeah. And, so they had the shot with their children in it, you know, the photo shoot with their children in it, having documents in the photo shoot about um, child pornography law rulings. Yeah. Um, the child holding a teddy bear that appeared to be dressed in BDSM fetish wear. A child lying on a sofa behind a table with empty wine glasses. Yeah, it's lovely. That's it's a great look. And now, she also calls him daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. In fact, it's like the she goes, it's mm, daddy, daddy, daddy. daddy. 
If, if you, you want it, drop the Addy. And I think I had to tell you what an Addy was. Well, because I was thinking, I was like, all right, I know it's one thing. It's not an ad because that would be stupid. Yeah, that would be but, stupid. Uh, so, yeah, it makes sense to be like an address or something like that. Yeah, so drop an address as in where should where we meet locate. up? Yeah. Where to where, locate, Where are we going to meet up? What's the hotel? What's the home address? What's Where are we, where are we having our illicit affair? affair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she, and then she goes, give me love, give me Fendi, my Balenciaga daddy. You yeah. gonna need to bag it up because I'm spending on the Rodeo. Rodeo. And I think yeah. we had to talk about this. Day. It's Rodeo Drive. It's Rodeo Drive. Rodeo Drive is considered one of the most expensive two miles in the city where they have hundreds of stores of top designer brands such as Prada, Balenciaga, and other crazy expensive places. So in other words, she's saying, hey, give me my Fendi, give me my Balenciaga but put it in a bag because I'm going to go shopping now. <laughs> Spend it, all your money. Again, why I said she's treating him like a sugar daddy. Right. Man. And. To, to have that much money. <laughs> well, that's, it's funny. I like the, the, the line that comes after the whole Mew Mew, like Rihanna part is he always call me because I never cause no drama. That means she's got this dude in a chokehold <laughs> or she could well she could yeah but she could i mean but she also realizes yes. that she is living high on the hog right now oh uh, no yes absolutely that she so, gets whatever she wants because she doesn't so cause any drama she doesn't reveal trapped. to her his wife you know her, yeah. her her uh sugar daddy's wife that the two are sleeping together because she knows mm-hmm. her gravy train will end at that point right well yeah and that's why he calls, she causes no drama because she gets all that. But yeah, the one line that I saw in there, you can watch me back it up. I'll be gone in the AM. In our words. Oh, yeah. She'll spend the night and then she'll be she'll gone be before gone. anyone gets up. Yeah. In other words, she is there for two things. Money. And pleasure. And sex. <laughs> well, yeah. And pleasuring him. However that looks. Yeah. Pleasuring him. That That's what she's there for. Yep. Because she equates the translation of sex into money and money into sex. And that's why she's doing it. Mm-hmm. And then the last two lines of this verse. And when you want it, baby, I know I got you covered. And when you need a baby, just jump, jump under, under the cover. cover. In other words, mm-hmm. whenever you want to have sex, code me a call. I'll be there and just jump under the bed, under the covers into the bed. We'll with get me. it done. Yep. And then it ends with the chorus again. Yep. And that, yeah, that finishes off. And of course, if you watch the music the video, if you watch the music video, I don't know if you paid attention to this. What happens at the end? The uh, wife goes in. Well, I saw she, I don't know, she took her coat thing off and ripped off her, uh, a wig. Yep. Or whatever. But he was laying dead on the ground. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's true, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, lovely song. Uh, great story. <laughs> Um, now, now, so in this person's, um, article about it, I mean, there's more stuff in the middle where he writes some stuff about, about the song and what I originally thought, which when I read this, I was like, oh, it's kind of funny, uh, how he, I guess in a sense made that connection as well, but it's like the, the musical aspect of it. And I was talking with Paul about this before we even started recording today. Um, was it's just the the overall tone of the song is very, it gives a very dark, like you know something bad's going on kind of song, which 
for whatever reason, I was saying, I was like, I dig it. <laughs> like, I love, I enjoyed the music, uh, musicality part of the song. Like, that's definitely a song I would just turn on and just listen to. Mainly because also I said it could make a great metal cover, which long, long behold, uh, there has been metal covers of it done. Yeah, I enjoyed the music aspect of it. I enjoyed the song for, it's, I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like simplistic. And I guess I've, it's so weird because like I love metal and a lot, like a lot of the metal is very like technical kind of wild stuff, but at the same time, some of it can be simplistic. And I, I liked the simplicity of the song. Uh, the layers were cool. I liked the harmonies and the, the melody of the song. Very, I don't know, easy to sing along to. There's nothing, I guess, super hard to no hard parts really necessarily to sing to unless you're trying to sing some of the choir like harmonies and stuff like that i was hearing some of the layers in that where i was like man some people are really getting up there in the vocal range um well i guess for a guy at least and that's another thing it's like sam i I don't like listening he's got a great voice in my opinion i like his voice but for as far as the song goes this guy was saying that the song's dark mood highlights how the referred actions are wrong against nature. Using the term unholy implies a divine perspective on the situation, which, yeah, I do think of that and is interesting. Um, I guess that's, yeah, that's where I don't know a ton necessarily about Sam Smith other than well, now that, yeah, I know he's they, them, whatever. And I've kind of figured by watching a lot of his other, well, I mean, seeing this one to start off with is like a kind of a giveaway. I was like, all right, this dude, probably a homosexual. All right, whatever. But yeah, and then just good. I got kind of lost in looking at a bunch of other videos. I was like, they're all like dudes. Well, a lot of them are like just guys and his songs and stuff like that. And I mean, any song I pretty much listen to is some sort of love song. So I was like, okay, that was a clue. <laughs> One thing I thought that this uh, writer put out there was, so using the term unholy, d- yeah, okay, so it implies the divine perspective on the situation. It's not something the singer can fix. So I thought, I was wondering why that's important. But this so it says, therefore, they invoke God's judgment on it and rely on his punishment eventually. So where the guy dies at the end of the music video. Now, granted, God's judgment uh, would be terrifying, (laughs) to say the least. Now, what originally where I just thought like the song was disgusting and just like all about just getting your sexual pleasure from whatever and cheating on your supposed wife and all this stuff and thinking of it just like that, um, this person was saying that, Unholy is an accusation of infidelity. And the meaning behind the lyrics is your behavior is unacceptable and you don't deserve the woman that you have as a wife. So I was like, hmm, well, I would agree with that if that's what they're trying to get across there. So that's where it's like, oh, maybe I need to do some, like, you know, check out some uh, more. Uh, we'll see if there's interviews with Sam Smith talking about this song. Because I guess if he's not, praising that kind of behavior or like i guess promoting it then it's like yeah i think the actions in this song are disgusting so in that regards i mean it makes even more sense to me how they have it just dark like 
again, I, I, I wish I knew how to describe it, but like the musical aspect of it, just having this dark, uh, bad, I guess, tone to it. You could say, I would agree with that as far as, uh, condemning that behavior in the song. But other than that, yeah, definitely a rough subject <laughs> to say the least. Another, okay. Yeah. So, so, oh, uh, I guess, yeah, go on. go on to say is I'm not, um, I'm not asking you to be careful or fix it because you don't even get to earn my help. Okay. You are out. You are out of the behavior of a good man should have. Okay. So we were to say that. Uh, I condemn your actions as something unholy and hope somebody will do justice. Well, let me tell you, justice will be served at the end of the day. Especially, I guess, unfortunately, with this man's life and apparently ended in death. And uh, he will be thoroughly judged by God in that regard. And that would not be a good one. I'll say that at the least. Here's what I got to say about musically wise on this yeah i'm gonna read my summary then i'll go back and read it (gasps) okay essentially it's basic electronica that identifies as pop music so i guess now what what is pop music to you or what do you think of when you think pop music when i think of pop music yeah and that's a very fluid the definition there because i and even sam smith calls it pop song Mm mm-hmm so well yeah it's music that tries to appeal to the masses mm-hmm. and it's some okay i won't say in simplicity because there are some complex pop songs too oh, yeah. uh, but in its wordage and or hooks because it needs something when i say hooks something that gets is easy for you to remember something that will get you repeat like uh-huh. as i came in here and heard you just in there so, well that's that's for me it's like the melody of it it's just, it's so it's like it's easy to for your average person to sing along to mm-hmm. for sure so when something is singable by people it's more than often i mean probably will be more of a popular song if a lot more people can sing to it then Eh, the more people, I guess, could probably get into it more, I suppose, you know? Um, we're like, well, I guess I'm probably a bad example because I love metal, but I can't play metal. Um, but like songs that I can play, well, yeah, even some songs that, I mean, would be easy to play, I guess I don't enjoy. But it's like if I can play something, I guess, yeah, I can enjoy it all the more, especially if I like it. I don't know, because I, I always used to think pop just meant like, ah. At what? Just it was all the more like more electronic uh, samples and stuff. Well, Easy the, music the, to put together the, to a degree. There's electronic samples and then there's electronica. Yeah. So um, when I say electronica, I'm ta- I'm talking like your your house, your trance, your your stuff like that. So the, yeah. The, so the, yeah, there's electronica as in like your samples of your music and that. Which is yeah. very repetitive in that, and that's what I said. Well, and, and so here, here's why I say this. Um, this is why I wrote. I, I wrote. It's just very repetitively boring. It's just <laughs> some electronica doing ba ba boom ba boom ba boom with a few random bass slides and other random noises in there for the most part. I was bored by the electronica music that is this repetitive. I like good electronica, 
but this is an example is not an example of good <laughs> well someone's a critic no. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's what i said i was like yeah uh, no i'm um not that's no, i guess yeah for me it's like it doesn't sometimes like too simplistic can be bad but yeah i mean in, in this in this mentored in the too simplistic for me okay this this was just too simplistic repetitive the same thing over and over again for vocals i said you know all the vocals try to represent a choir or a show choir um that was all right you know his voice is good clean mm-hmm. smooth high tight okay yeah so that's what i said for that you know you know i i, I can give it say hey good vocals but the music yeah. itself is kind of eh. see i yeah if i could listen if i could have an instrumental version of that song where in some like some string instrument or something plays like the melody line i'd be all over that at the same time you know thinking if if the song is uh oh gosh i already forgot what the word was that he used but if it's basically condemning that sort of behavior, man, I, I can get see, behind I, I, don't, I do find I, that weird how they... I, I think in that regard, in that article you find, I think mm-hmm. that's that guy's interpretation of it. And that's yeah. the thing with music. Because yeah, you can when you... when And I'm just trying to find it right now, but I couldn't find it. But mm-hmm. in when they talked with Smith about it, yeah. he says, I think it's my sexy phase, my villain phase now about that song Unholy. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah yeah that's weird i can understand i guess where he's also comes with that especially then listening to one of his uh most recent songs that has also grabbed a lot of attention was something like i'm not here to make friends or something like that yeah and that music video was very uh interesting or yeah i wasn't picking up on this in the lyrics Mm -hmm. but he said the lyrics are implicitly queer themed. Yeah, I think that would be a bad uh, bad light shed on the queer community then if that's explicitly a queer thing. Well, like I understand well, he's not the, he's not talking about the video itself, but he's talking about the lyrics itself. Well, like, right, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm saying so if that's ex- more so just a queer thing, that's it's kind of bad. That's a bad light on that. So, so <laughs> Luckily for you, it's not just a queer thing. <laughs> Luckily for what? For Sam. Oh, I was, I was like, like what? Yeah, so like if you're just trying to make that more of a queer focused thing in the lyrics, it's like I guess to think of you know adulterers being more so in the queer community. The whole idea of uh, adultery is kind of I'd hope still considered bad, but uh, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it is in some regards and in some regards no because what you're seeing a lot now in the news and that is polyamorous open relationships right and all this focus on whatever makes you feel good and do what's good for you and whatnot so at that point it's just like you just give in to whatever little desire your heart gives you and just go after it and it should be fine right yeah um, uh, so yeah. just so you know Sam Smith, in an interview, said, this song is about liberating oneself from the clutches of other secrets. So you shouldn't even want to hide this adultery stuff. You should just live it out openly and let people know. Yeah, I don't like that. He said he wants to uh, stray away from ballads and sad songs to explore queer joy in his album. Yeah. He goes, 
I think joy for me, and for a lot of queer people, is quite a dangerous place. We're all masters of pain, and I think it's courageous to step into the queer joy of it all. Lovely. <laughs> well, I liked this other person's uh, <laughs> outlook on the song better then. <laughs> and that's what I said. When you get a chance to actually read the interviews by the artists, yeah, they are going to differ from how other people, other people see, see mm-hmm. the song. And where I would love to see that interpretation as the real thing yeah it it would be great to see that interpretation be from the artist itself which yeah yeah so that's one of those i guess i can go into one of those things and it's like for me to listen to the song and be like yeah this is awful behavior but all right so let me ask mm -hmm. you this because remember i said we're going to do it on lyrics song music video blah 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 right yeah um the last one we still haven't done uh, what, how does it what, like, <laughs> that one's an easy answer for um, me <laughs> it's it's sinful <laughs> yeah it doesn't um, align at all well i mean it it doesn't align with things that are of god right it's the quite obviously the opposite being unholy and god is holy yeah it doesn't get much more simple than that really i mean you could use it to dis- <laughs> be a description of what was it um like some of the, 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 oh gosh, I can't, it's the Roman, um, gosh, what were they? Were they were doing all these strange acts and stuff like that, that were sinful and wrong and sexually immoral. The temple prostitutes. Yes. Thank you. I, wow. I could not. Ugh, so here's, here, here's what I wrote in my mm-hmm. section under how well does it align to biblical values? Yeah. Here's what I wrote. So I wrote a paragraph. Okay. Okay. While the first ver- while the first verse at first glance may seem like it may seem like it as the person a third party is basically condemning the actions taken by the person the person committing the adultery, mm-hmm. the second verse seems to glamorize it. In this case, it is is a dysfunctional song being condemning but glamorizing at the same time. Mm. Thankfully, the song does call what the cheating husband is doing as unholy yes. against. Again, tying back to religious Im- imagery, but beyond calling him a dirty, dirty boy does not do much more than that. Take into consideration the imagery provided in the music video. It essentially is a strip club, and I'm sure they were not just putting this video on YouTube. The tape would not be present in the areas the tape were provided. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. A fashion thing for people. So, I mean, I can see them mm. having it on there just for the fun of it. But No, that's not a fashion thing. I don't know. Kind of seems like it. The whole uh, apparel of. Yeah. I, I, I'm talking about the tape on the nipples. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that, that's, uh, that's to, because censors, censorship it's rules thing. Yes, it's, are weird. And yeah. that, that. So I'm going to ask you this question down the list. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just to get an answer on a one to five scale lyrics i guess in what way <laughs> this is why it's subjective you know how, right. how are the lyrics good bad what on a one to five scale what are they i mean bad it's bad so it's a bad subject i guess still one to five all right dude i don't know three to four well, four four but bad okay <laughs> oh well i thought it was like a level of bad no, no, like oh, one being so bad. one being terrible, five being good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Scale like two to three. Have you ever done stuff on the scale one to five? Yes. Okay. 
So two to three, so two and a half. Let's split the difference. Okay. Musical elements. Oh, it's so difficult. Musically, I like three and a half to four. Three and three quarters. I I enjoyed it. You're being difficult here now. Yeah. Okay. Um, Biblical values? Well, zero as far as a biblical value. Okay. And music video itself? It's gross. See, this is the thing. It's I look at it's bad. Right. Wrong. Right. Is it portrayed well? Yes. And that's the thing. You can say something is portrayed well, that something is done well, even if you completely disagree with it. Well, no, I'm, I guess I'm not saying like that. It's one of those things where it's like, you know, you look at the, the Christian church where it's like, we hesitate to, you know, really talk about stuff for the, how it's really done or the whole sugarcoating stuff. Right. Like this is just blatant. Like this is what's happening. Right. And it's just in your face, boom. Like, I think that is great. I wish the church would do more of that and just be blatantly open and be like, hey, this is the reality of it. Mm-hmm. So in that regards, it's good for how, you know, as far as that goes. Like, is the subject matter itself sinful and terrible? Yes. Yes. I, but how they're portraying it is very well done. So does that change any of your ratings for any of those um because you can objectively say something is made well but you disagree with it because of the subject matter you can objectively say that oh okay well then yeah i mean and then uh, so if i was to ask you this again the lyrics lyrics. would be gosh it's like lyrics need just separate categories because how the lyrics were delivered like i liked the whole melody and rhythm and flow of it so in that regards Closer to a four. And seeing this is the thing. I'm not a lyricist. So as far right. as like choosing words and what words to use. and Right. And that's fine. And that's like, why I said. I the, can't. Yeah. There's the lyrics and then there's the musicality. How's the rhythm? How's the flow? Mm-hmm. How's the thing? So, okay. So you say it's closer to four on that. On how they're presenting. I'm not saying. Mm-hmm. By saying four, that doesn't mean you're like, I love this, these lyrics and I agree with them. You're not endorsing oh, no. them. Well, no. Uh, yeah. Well, unless they're saying if it was. Yeah. Bad and shouldn't be done. Well, then yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> musicality then, because yeah. you seem to be pretty high on uh, on that for musicality. So, what do you give that? That's a, about a four. Okay, three to four. Yeah, in there. I don't know. It okay. Music video. How how was that? Uh, and again, you again, could s- done well. Yes, done yeah. well. I hate the subject matter, but I hundred percent uh, agree. That was one thing. I mean. For some of uh, Sam Smith's other music videos, it's like he does have a very well done. I guess it's obviously very high quality videos. Right. As far as, um, as I far guess, as getting a one. message across in video, how how well did it tie in with the song? How oh, well it did it? How well, well did it convey the message of the song? How was it artistically? Good. So one to five. Same. I'd be a solid, probably three to four. Four. Okay. Now, biblical value. How does well does it align with the Bible? You said zero before. Still stay with that. <laughs> For, from what Sam Smith said, I would say a zero. <laughs> okay, but uh, like, I guess, I guess, what do you necessarily mean by aligning with the Bible? That, that's a loaded question, sir. Great. Well, I can't give an easy answer to a loaded question. <laughs> These are not supposed to be easy in the <laughs> slightest, sir. 
I mean, I guess you could say in a sense it aligns pretty well with saying it's unholy <laughs> for that, for those actions. So I'd say that's pretty solid. <laughs> All right. So one to five. I mean, if it aligns with, if the behavior in there is unholy and it's saying it's unholy. And I would agree that, well, I would say the Bible would consider that, uh, uh, that behavior as very sinful and unholy, then I'd say, yeah, it's a, quite aligns with the Bible. <laughs> so why are you giving it a four? Well, that's just like a yes or no. Well, no, I, no, that's what I said. It, it one could five. be, that could be a one through five. Um, I'm going to give it a four just because then it does talk about the whole. Interesting. I okay. I don't know. So here's how I rated it. Okay. I wrote down my ratings already a while ago yesterday. Oh, I'd imagine. Uh, lyrical analysis. I wrote it as a one. Yeah. I was just like, eh. even granted, not a fan of the subject. Yeah. It was very much here. here, here here's what's going to happen. Because they go addy, you know, they have these shorthand things yeah. in 15, 20 years. It's people gonna be, people yeah. are going to be like, what the heck are they talking about? Right? Eh, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, musical elements. I gave it a one. Again, I said it was very repetitive. Yeah, yeah. The only thing that saved it from a zero was the fact of the vocals. <laughs> okay. Here's where I gave it a little more leeway. I said music video. I gave it a three. I said it fits in well with the words. It, oh. it fits in well with what they're doing. Yeah, it does. was definitely not my cup of tea, not my thing. I would go and watch over and over again, but artistically, okay. How well does it align to biblical values? I gave it a two only for the first verse as potentially condemning the person. Right. It, it, where it, the second verse, it starts to glamorize it a little bit, at least it seems. I was like, well, nope. it glamorizes it for the person that's benefiting from yeah. the... Yeah. So that's where I end up with that with a grand total of seven points for me. Damn. I really rated this high. <laughs> uh, 16 for Heck you. Heck yeah. <laughs> and that's 16 out of 20. 20. Yeah. Um, so this gets a Aaron approved song to listen to and play for a youth group. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah, absolutely. So show the kids that this is wrong. <laughs> so the last question I have to ask you, Aaron, yeah. then this song, as it stands, yeah, does it make it on your personal music playlist? I'm not saying the metal version. I'm not saying any, this no, song this as song. it stands. Are you going to go and blast this around your parents or in your vehicle while you're driving to work? Would I would I blast it? within like public where people are going to know I'm listening to it. Probably not. If I was on a road purely alone, would I blast it for the fun of it? Probably. If I look at it from a perspective of condemning it and it being bad, well then yes, I like the song. I like the song regardless musically. Like if I had an instrumental version of this, then totally. Oh wow. So repetitive. Boom. It's Boom. so see, Boom. and that's the thing with it. Boom. A song Boom. can be very simple Boom. and it's got layers. Okay. You got to pay attention to all of the oh, layers. It's an ogre. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. So like so if, you, if it were longer, I would definitely be much more turned off by the song. It is good enough length where it's like, okay, I can listen to this for this period of time. If it were to go much farther, I'd be like, all right, I'm skipping. It'd be, it's one of those things. So um, it makes it on your list or not? 
So this one's the yes or no answer. This one's not the one to five. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I could knowingly. I guess I'd have to say no. Just based on the artist's um, purpose for the song. Okay. Gosh, yeah, this, is, this became a lot tougher than I expected for this song specifically. You know, I'm not going to let you get away easy on things. Oh, well, I know. I, yeah, I know. I expect <laughs> that. It's just like, I did not expect this song. The more and more that I thought about it. Like, if you asked me this yesterday when I first listened to it, like, heck no. But as soon as I saw this dude's outtake on it, or I don't know, person's outtake on it, saying that the song is condemning this sort of behavior, I'd be like, yeah, I'll listen to it. But are most people going to understand or think that? Probably not. They'd be no. like, oh. They would just see it for the, the whole glamorizing the uh, unholy acts. Because, I mean, that's all a lot of people do anyways. So why condemn it if it's so well accepted? Um, so I guess, yeah, I'd lean no. No. If there's ever an instrumental version, yes. Okay. <laughs> My answer was pretty simple, yeah, straightforward, no. flat. No. no. <laughs> I, I never want to deal with the song again. Well, now I know my number one song that I'm going to play if we're ever in the car together. <laughs> Noted. I'll have countermeasures. Guilty pleasure. <laughs> All right. So, Mr. So, yeah. Johnson. Yeah. The next time we do this. Yeah. Or it's a month or two months. Well, we yeah. haven't decided yet. I will give you right now. I have seven potential songs. Jeez. Oh, okay. You have to pick one of them. Right now, or do I have time to pick? Yep. Right now. Right now. But I need to look. Right what? now. No chance to review. Well, not to read. Just I wanted to know what songs I want. I'm going over. I'm. I'm about to tell you right now. I. But I don't know the songs. Maybe I don't. Maybe I do. I don't know. Where are I? And and they're. There's a reason why, because they, this group is back. In, Are they all from the same group? Yep. Oh, okay. This group is kind of back in popular stream because they just released a song. Uh-huh. Gee, I wonder who this is now. Uh-huh. <laughs> I wonder. See, I told you you'd figure it out really easy. Yeah. Okay. All of these songs, I believe, have a message to them that is worthwhile. Okay. That's my personal belief. I want to hear... Aaron's disagreement or yes to them. Reinforce. Yep. Not all of them have a music video. Oh. Okay. Okay. I didn't pick them if they have music video or not. Yeah, That's why no. I said if yeah. they have music video. If they don't, if they do, they yeah. don't. So here is your list of seven songs to pick from. One More Light, Heavy, Castle of Glass, A Line in the Sand, Breaking the Habit, Leave Out All the Rest, Numb, and not the encore jay-z version the original version oh i guess i'd have to go back and forth and listen to those um so one so here i'm gonna turn my computer so you can see the list that's man that's tough i want to move your water glass so i don't accidentally knock your water over so Uh, pick oh that's so tough oh because i I know which one I would pick, but I want to, that's why I selected a list like this. Well, at least good thing is just because 
I'm not going to pick one of oh, six of them. Doesn't mean we can't do them later. Oh my goodness. Why is this so difficult? Cause I just, well, I mean, I shouldn't say recently it was, uh, probably in September when I heard one more light for the first time, I was like, Oh yeah. I like this song and heavy. I remember finding out like, I was like, this is Lincoln park. I'm like, Ugh. but I was like, dude, actually, I mean, I really like the song though. And it is off the one more light album. Yeah. Yeah. The last album before Chester before took his life. He took him, allegedly. Uh, I thought there was something about where he actually didn't. There was something like that for a little bit, but it's kind of kind of came out as, yeah. Yeah, he did. I, and now I wasn't thinking about it. I wasn't sure if it was Chester or if it was uh, Chris uh, Cornell. Uh, Chris uh, Cornell. No, he that, hung himself. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. No, that's right. I know which one I would pick from this list, but. I, what would you pick? Castle of Glass? I'm not saying until after you select. The only reason I guess I is because you were listening and watching that music video when I came down. Oh, I have my. listened to every single one of these at least twice in the last 24 hours. Oh, okay. Man, I hate this. It's a, it's of your own invention. I know, but it's, uh, I want to do them all. <laughs> and you see yeah. how long it took us to do one. I actually, I haven't seen uh, about an hour. Hot diggity. All right. <laughs> Just do a Lincoln Park special episode. Jeez, <laughs> it's more than one episode, sir. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm going to say I want to do Breaking the Habit. Breaking the Habit? Yeah. What were you thinking? All right. Breaking the Habit is no, a which song one we will were, be doing. Which one were and you? that one does have a music video. It's an uh, anime-inspired music video. Okay. It's, what, it's very intriguing. Hmm, all right. The, the video. What one were you thinking? The one personally I would do, but we're locked in already. Okay, we're locked in. Yeah, locked in. Yep. Okay. Uh, Castle of Glass. I knew it. I knew that was the one you wanted to do. I don't know why, but I just I was just like, ah, he probably wants to do Castle of Glass. The, the, the story behind that one's very intriguing and interesting. Yeah. Uh, With the theme wait, being. Wait, but I thought, well, I guess you did say you'd say, but I thought you said you would pick some songs. Yeah. I said I would suggest a list and then have you well, pick the actual one, song. Yeah, but I thought and there will early be, you say there's times where you're just going to pick Yeah, there will be times when I'll just say this song. Okay. All right. Good. But Good. I couldn't pick myself between that list, so. I so mean, you're forcing me to try and pick. Exactly. I want to do uh, Castle of Glass. <laughs> <laughs> no, so Castle of Glass, what's nice, interesting about that one, if you read behind the lyrics and the interviews and that, uh, it talks about a lot about loss from mm-hmm. like a military perspective and how a lot of people, they're just shattered and broken when that happens. But it, they're like, think of it this way. You're looking at a big castle glass. You're one little crack in that with your loss and your pain. You have to find a way to get over it and move on and continue to move forward because no one's looking at that little crack. They're looking at the whole castle. Hmm. It, mm. And that's why the music video is structured the way it's done. It's actually done in collaboration with the uh, military and with uh, Modern Warfare. They actually did. They, oh. had, they had a lot of Modern Warfare scenes in the music video. Oh, interesting. All right. We got Sick. our song locked and loaded for next time. And uh, yeah, that music video is very, very in- interesting. Um, there's some parts where you're like, is that cloud going into or out of the person. Huh. 
Okay. Interesting. It, it's it's a very Yeah. It's a very good yeah. I can hear the song in my head now. <laughs> it has a very distinct opening. Heck yeah. That's a good one. I'm excited for that now. Uh yeah, did I have no, I didn't put it on here. I almost thought about it, but I decided not to because I was like, there's really no message in it. Bleed it out. Oh, I love that one though. I um I do love that one. One of my ex-girlfriends, I made her upset with that song. <laughs> Repeatedly. So you played it for the millionth time. Yep. <laughs> it was literally on CD, on repeat in my vehicle. And she's like, oh great. Here we go for the hundredth time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she's like, why? I was like, because I, yes, I want to go for it again. <laughs> so. And another one. And literally it was that song on repeat. So she's awesome. like, great. Here we go for the hundredth time. time. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. That is awesome. Well, at least now we know what song will not be on Aaron's playlist. However, that being said, I think <laughs> what I am going to do on Spotify yeah. is create a playlist of all the songs that we that, talk about. That we here. say yes to? Or, no. That we just, or just we talk about in general? Okay. All right. And so for the yeah. long, for at least a month, it's going to have just one song on it. Unholy by Sam Smith. Oh, lovely. <laughs> 